morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the CRS podcast. This week, proudly brought to you by the amazing service 5G offers sitting in my left arm. And joining me as always is my co-host Ed. Say hi, Ed. Hi, everyone. We have a lot to talk about this week. We don't have a lot of racing to talk about, but boy, how do we have a lot of other stuff to talk about, including something very funny happening to Jimmy. Uh, funny. Something something very funny happening to one of our least favorite F1 drivers. And what? we've... <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you, have you not heard? This is brilliant. And it'll be coming up later in the show. And also, we usually do a top five. Unfortunately, we failed and we've come up with a top ten. Yes. Because so that turns out there was just a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so let's start with Formula One at Mexico. Uh, and I'd actually like to give driver of the day as a Red Bull sort of supporter to Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> he was brilliant. <laughs> he he did stonk that one, didn't he? Uh, to, hey, to be honest, that was great. Have you seen Have you seen the Red Bull Racing official post? that shows him locking up into turn one with the caption, we got by with a little help from our friends. <laughs> no, I hadn't. Brilliant. There's Red Bull are embracing it. Oh, I don't, like, genuinely, because we had so little things to talk about um, this evening, because let's face it, it wasn't exactly the most entertaining race. It was not. Um, my plan was just to say provocative things that I don't actually believe myself, but because it will stir Jimmy up was the plan. Um, <laughs> one of them Go was on, Daniel Ricciardo put, punting the wrong Mercedes. That didn't go exactly the plan. I, I, I think <laughs> at this point, punting any Mercedes is the correct Mercedes because... As much as I like Battery, as much as I feel sorry for him for the way he's been treated at Mercedes, he gets paid millions of pounds. Don't feel sorry for millionaires. (laughs) Fuck that! Like honestly, think about that. But like, do you look at the guy on the street and feel that and this impassioned about him? No, stop feeling sorry for Valtteri. He's rich. He gets to drive F1 cars. That's not something you should pity someone for. He's not as good as Lewis or Max. Yeah, sorry, ran over. Stop pitying them. He has been treated like an absolute second-rate bloke. I've been treated like a second-rate bloke at work before, and no one was on a podcast telling me how sad I looked. Yeah, but that's because people care about Valtteri. That is true. He's on that bloody telly box. <laughs> <laughs> that's why people like him and not me. Yeah, also, and then, also, I'm a cunt. So. I think for the second time this season, we had Esteban Ockham getting completely sandwiched. I think he likes it. Because it was Mick Schumacher and Yuki Tsunoda. Mick Schumacher went right over him and fucked his rear wheel up something proper. Yeah, but on the plus side, at least come the end of the year, Nikita Mazepin gets to point to moments like this going... I beat him. I beat him. <laughs> um, that doesn't count, Nikita. Um, I'm much better. Well, that's fucking weird. Sorry, just to let everyone know, whilst we're doing this podcast, I'm having a little play with the new Balls Horizon game. 
Yeah, turns out I'm, you play a I'm character. Scoring it. Oh yeah, you, you can go chuck prosthetic limbs on. Oh, it's very inclusive. That is I'm very inclusive. Currently making a one-day turn against South Africa, so you know, is it, is doing it wrong something for, Australia couldn't do. Is it wrong for me to have double robot arms? It is not. When I don't have double, can I have? I'll, t- I'll tell you what. That'll help you in a crash. <laughs> when you inevitably flip it into a tree. Yeah, that will help. Yeah, we're doing that. I've I've got the double robot arm. Oh, good god! You even have a voice thing where you get to pick he, him, she, her, they, them. Oh, this is very inclusive. What the fuck is the they them gonna? It's just gonna be like a twelve-year-old with a voice break. <laughs> anyway, yeah, back back to the to to the racing. I just want to yeah put, turn ten on this inclusivity. Um, well done, lads. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, no, we're not feeling sorry for um, rich people. I'm saying things that will purposely wind Jimmy up. Um, Va- Valtteri right. did it on purpose. Valtteri did what on purpose? Let Max through. Uh, uh, yes, kind of. Oh, you're I, not meant to do that. You're meant to go against it. You're meant to argue <laughs> I, the fact, I, but he didn't. I. Kind of agree with it because he went for Lewis and Max went right around the outside. To be fair, Max had the much better line to break on and bits like that. Max did a blinder and both Mercs breaked really early. No, Max broke really late. If you listen to Christian Horner after the race, he said, I thought he missed his breaking point. I honestly make a habit of trying not to listen to Christian Horner. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair, but yeah, he goes. When I was watching that, I was already like kind of angry because I thought he missed his breaking point. To be fair, I, I thought, thought he missed it as up. well. With where the Mercs broke, I thought yeah, break, break, yeah, where, where they break, I was like, oh, Max has missed his breaking point. Brilliant. Yeah, and then Daniel Ricciardo with all the balls. <laughs> yeah, none of the none of the dignity. No, well, to be fair. <laughs> I, I think if Valtteri, just... if Valtteri left him just a little bit of room, he actually still would have made the corner. So I, I don't think he fucked up his breaking point completely, but I do there think... was a car there, Daniel. Valtteri also did just come straight across the track. He did pinch him a bit, yes. It's, I don't even think it was pinching. I just think Valtteri, like, you're you're in the start of a race. You're going down to turn one. You kind of have to expect, but there's cars that are going to be on the extreme inside, and the cars on the extreme outside. Yeah, and I'm not saying this this is Valtteri's fault. It wasn't. He no, was the no, one no. that was collected. But I am just pointing out for maybe future starts, Valtteri. If you're hanging around in the middle of the track, there is a bit of a lane system that you need to follow at this point, where it's. Maybe stay mid track, like not in an Esteban Ocon sense, stay mid track, but in a don't go like, oh, well, there's an apex over there, I'm gonna have to touch that. That's how you get points, make prizes. And Um, yeah, there was always going to be another car going there, it was unfortunate, but of course. But um, also, a lot of people are complaining about the fastest lap rule. Yeah, um, it's, uh, I think it's a bit silly Mostly anyway. because Mercedes pitted Bottas twice just to take that point away from Max. 
Yes, which is people something... are saying it should be. Some something... people are saying. I was saying it's something Red Bull have done. It is absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 all part of the game at the moment. There's a point there. It has to be played yeah. for. Oh, a hundred percent. And I'm I'm not having a go strictly at Mercedes, but I'm just telling you that people have been having a go at Mercedes, which is unsurprising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's, like for fuck's sake, if if because oh, did did you hear about the um rear wing fiasco at Red Bull? During quality, yes. So it the rear wing was overloaded on quality loads. Uh, yes, I think so. But it broke. Yes, yes, it did. Yes, so they gave um, oh, they gave Perez Max's wing. <laughs> That's almost as bad as when Andrea Moda gave um. Oh, old Stig, whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, Perry McCarthy, um, Roberto Moreno's shot suspension has sent him up uh, a rouge. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's it, it's a thing. Yeah, they're all looking for an advantage, but, yeah, I, yeah, they're all sort of fucking around with each other. And if Mercedes had done that, everyone would be up oh, in yeah. fucking arms. Oh, but, yeah. But no, it was it was fine because it's Red Bull doing it. Who I stand by are evil. Red Bull are definitely evil. Oh, 100%. But because Lewis Hamilton is a complete dick, people notice it less. I think yes, people that... are I think people aren't against Mercedes as much as they're against just Lewis Hamilton. So if anything I... Mercedes do gives Hamilton an advantage, I think people are going to call it out. I I genuinely think at this point a, it's the same hate Michael Schumacher used to get. Same hate I used to give Michael Schumacher. Because he was winning constantly, all the time. So I didn't like him. I was a McLaren fan. But the, the thing is, a guy who never got that hate was Valentino Rossi. And I never understood it because, I mean, there were a couple of people that didn't like him, but you saw fans of his everywhere and I never understood that because he was the most winningest rider ever I think it I think it's because sort of MotoGP had never had someone like him before that well they had but not for a very 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 long time yeah that's just what I mean so there was no fan base that could claim Remembered. their previous yeah. driver was better whereas you went straight from, um, and it goes back way further than this, but so for recent history, you, you went straight from, obviously, um, Senna to Schumacher and never yeah. really quite getting to see that play out. But you were either a massive Senna fan, but he was the best. And then Schumacher came along and started beating all his records and set every record going. And then all of a sudden you were, yeah, people that would hate on Michael Schumacher and, then, yeah, MotoGP never had that. You just had this demigod show up, win everything beyond anyone's capability has ever done before in fans' memories. Because the the best before him was a guy called Giacomo Agostini, and he actually, I think, has now the same amount of titles as Rossi, or maybe Rossi has one more, but he's still got more wins or something. It's it's very close in, like, the all-time greatest records, but he was in, like, the late 60s early 70s like i'm i'm willing to bet if if max 
goes on to win as many titles as I think he probably will. Yeah, and there's no question he's a dick. Yeah, he will become incredibly hated because there'll be a new group of, and I'm going to tar people with this brush, there is a whole lot of fucking Netflix fans that like to go on Facebook and just say shit. Fuck me, the F1 community has become toxic and horrible. Anytime, anytime Max and Lewis come together, I love the comment sections of just about every post. I read them, but at the same time, I just it drills the. F- oh, you shake Yeah, just, just how can people be this moronic mm. all the time? And yeah, it, it it drills the fuck out of me. I, I'm not a big fan of how how the m- civilized sport has become so toxic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyway, speaking of toxicity, <laughs> yes, something very funny happened to Nikita Mazepin. I can't remember if it was this round or last round. It came up on my TikTok feed, but basically, he was having an interview, right? Good. Uh, Good and the the question was, "Who is your best friend in the paddock?" This is now the was there was a long silence. It was a long silence. And actually, the person who created the video used that silence to basically compile every radio message about Mazepin being a dick or doing something <laughs> wrong on track, right? Uh... And it was it's genuinely like a 20 to 30 second silence while he thought about it. And do you know the answer he came up with? Oh, God, was it Lewis? No, it was Mick. Mick doesn't like him. That's pretty fucking clear. Good God. And the only reason Mick would like him because Daddy's currently funding the team Mick's having to drive nope. for. And Nikita's say... reason was he's the closest to me in the pit lane. Well, that's he's like his saying... teammate at his pit box is next door. That's like saying, but fucking Lou rolls closer to me than my wife because it's it's been in some fairly touchy-feely situations with me. I was going to say, to be fair, Lou Roll has saved my life a couple of times. I just... Oh, God, that's actually... Uh, that's quite sad. It is, but if, if it were anyone else, absolutely, it'd be sad, even if it was like Yuki Sonoda. But because it's Nikita Mazepin, a sex offender, it's not yep. so sad. A definite sex offender. Yes, so anyway, I reckon we could probably leave the F1 there for for this week. Well, the only thing we had to sort of that we had else was obviously the comments the Lewis celebration. made. Well, oh, yeah. The comments Lewis made after the race, which then have been obviously cleared up on social media. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still not convinced about that. And, and I, look, I, I don't think he's I, got that much, like, I don't think he's got that much of a reason to be a dick to Checo. I just think he's a dick in general. But again, and and I said this before we went on, I I am more than willing to admit that both of us, whether we like it or not, are coming from a place of bias. You, as a Lewis Hamilton fan, are saying he didn't mean it. Me, as an anti-Lewis Hamilton fan, is saying, no, he definitely meant it. That's what he said. And then after he started getting the hate, a PR person has stepped in and gone, "Hey, mate, you have to fix that." I, I genuinely think if he, had, if it was meant 
as has been taken and obviously cleared up, I, if it was about, depending on who it was about, then yeah, so, say if it was someone he didn't like on the grid, like act, we know he actively didn't like, or someone he'd had issues with. Well, someone someone that had an issue with, like if it was Alonso, we know oh, those yeah. two don't like it. Then I would be sitting there going, "No, he fucking meant it to be an asshole. He, he that was a very deliberate comment just to piss Alonso off." But him and Checo don't have any beef. No, but no, look, I, I believe the, the comment is a is a fairly patronizing comment. No, I just don't think. I don't think he meant it like that. You obviously think it does. It doesn't matter. We never like, again. It's one of those no, things. You, n- yeah. No one will ever know except Lewis. That's the that's the problem. No one will ever know if he actually meant it like that or not. Well, I've got gotta gotta wait for those um, memoirs to come out later. Just at the back, yeah. Perez. <laughs> I fucking meant it. I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> just just Lewis on his deathbed. I'll fucking say it again. <laughs> Mexicans are lazy. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, if Richard really Hammond trying to say get it, his If Richard Hammond could say it on Top Gear and not get cancelled, I can fucking say it. Yeah, actually, speaking of Richard Hammond, have you been keeping up with his new show? It's actually no. rather good. No, no Richard Hammond's workshop. No, not really. It. it is yeah. actually really good. Oh, it's, it's, it's got... good. Okay. It's got a very Clarkson's Farmy vibe where it's like, oh, this is actually what Richard Hammond is like. Oh, I like that. That's mm. yeah, that I'll probably, I'll probably give that a watch. Um, yeah, so Jimmy has to talk about bikes now. Yeah, and and it'll be very quick because I've asked the Algarve, to. the Algarve circuit is actually really quite boring because even for bikes, it's really difficult to overtake. Was even that for it? bikes. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, that, is, that, is that everything? That's it for MotoGP, but there's a smaller oh, class called Moto3. Uh, so I need to pause me making a double tunny in South Africa. So the Moto3 championship has actually been really, really interesting to follow. A guy called Pedro Acosta, who's a rookie, I think he's still 16, he might have turned 17. He basically came out and dominated the first eight to nine rounds. He'd like won or came second in almost every race in that period, right? He's not been doing as well since then. And a guy called Dennis Foggia, who's a little Italian bloke, has done the opposite. He started really shit and he's come right up. So Mick Schumacher. Yes. So the championship, I think, was separated by 20 points going into this going into this last race, right? So if Pedro Acosta won and Dennis Foggia didn't, um, that would be championship over. Um, Pedro Acosta would have what he needed to win with only one round left. So Dennis Foggia basically needed to win to guarantee that the championship would continue on. And it looked really, really good that he was going to win for the last five laps. So those two were in an absolutely awesome battle with, I think, two or three other riders. It was 
awesome, honestly, because you've got riders with absolutely nothing to lose sending it up against guys who cannot go down because that's championship pretty much over. And it's brilliant to watch that sort of thing. And then on the last lap at turn three in um, in Portugal, a guy called Darren Binder, who's sort of the Moto3 equivalent of, let's say, young Max Verstappen. I feel like with... we've done Binder's blinders. Yeah, this is his brother. Oh, that's nice. Keeping it in the family, yeah. much like MotoGP who, does. Who needs it? Ooh, ow. <laughs> ow. Ow. I've done it. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So Darren Binder, Brad Binder's younger brother, still competing in Moto3 for like the sixth year in a row. He really should have moved up to Moto2 by now, but that's besides the point. Attempts probably the dumbest move I've ever seen in my life. Wipes out a guy called Sergio Garcia and key wipes out Dennis Foggia. So that's championship over because he doesn't know when to break for a corner. So then Pedro Acosta becomes the first lightweight championship class, uh, well, the lightweight class champion since Loris Caparossi. That might ring a, a bell for guys like Sausage. I know the name. I, that, so, was, that was the name I've heard many times. Yep. So he becomes the first lightweight class champion as a rookie since Loris Caparossi in 1990. I wasn't born for another nine years. I was born. I was literally (laughs) was born that year. Yeah. So you are... Hang on. 30? 31. 31. So yeah, first time in 31 years a rookie has won the lightweight class. That's 125cc, Moto3, whatever. It's all bundled into one. Good for him he's he clearly like started off well enough to continue very much like Braun's championship they did yes. just enough of the start exactly like to, that. to win the end exactly so now we have uh one championship that still needs to be decided that's moto 2 but that's between teammates it's like rossberg hamilton except the teammates don't hate each other they don't love each other but they get along enough to respect each other they will they'll learn to hate each other Rosberg well, they're going to be teammates. They're going to be teammates next year in MotoGP. They didn't hate each other until 2015. That's when the hate grew. 2014, they were Rosberg was happy for Hamilton for winning a championship, but it was 2015 where it fell apart. Yeah. All right. Um. So, should I do my story now, or should we move on to our top ten? Nah, do your story because when stuff happens to you, it's funny, and I enjoy it. (laughs) Yes. Um. So basically. I'm going to start with... Oh, please say you fu- that... fucked by a bear. Fucked by a bear. Fucked by a bear. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, I'm, I'm making a rule that pretty ladies should not be allowed to work at protein shops. Did you get an erection That's... in a protein shop because of a pretty lady? N- no, but I bought the most expensive products they had because she recommended them and I blindly trusted her because she was very pretty, then got home, read what I actually bought and it wasn't that good. And Now Sam's mad at me. <laughs> oh, I always so, thought you were an idiot, but now it's been confirmed. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that um, yeah, 
pretty ladies should not work at protein why, shops. Why didn't you just tell Sam that it was just some ugly buff dude and you just wanted to look like him? No, because I was looking and I was swearing because I was looking at the key ingredients. I'm like, oh, fuck. And Sam goes, what? I bought the wrong thing. And she goes, how did you do that? I said, the lady at the counter was really pretty. Oh, dear. Oh, you just you just straight just... out went with it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And then I went to my mate for support and he goes, do you know what? Last week I got roped into donating for charity because one of those sort of people that stand in shopping centers and like follow you around. Apparently she was very pretty. So now he's paying like $10 a month to <laughs> some charity he doesn't give a fuck about. <laughs> She knows. There's she a, knows. <laughs> there's, there's a reason that that she was doing the charity work, and there's a reason that that girl works in that protein shop. Yeah. Well, apparently, the girl at the charity uh, at the charity booth had those TikTok leggings in. I don't know if you've ever seen the TikTok leggings. I. Yes. Yes, I have. The... Yeah, they're basically like a push-up bra for you, for your bum. Yes, and they are fantastic. <laughs> Apparently, the charity lady had those on. I get it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me <I'm>... too. <laughs> so let's move away from the fact that Jimmy's an idiot and let's do a top top five. That's now become a top ten because we're very indecisive. You you are an idiot. So, originally, this list was going to be top five single corners. So, corners like Ascari, corners like the swimming pool section at Monaco are out because they're two corners. Yeah, we're not allowed those. No. So, we've not allowed those. And we've also said one corner per track because otherwise we'd just go on all day. I will say the moment you remove the ability to pick multiple or like a corner that has multiple corners within it. Yeah. It gets really fucking hard. And and there's a couple of corners on our list that sort of um work because of the previous corner? No, they they push the the technicalities of our restrictions a fair bit. You'll find out later on. Yeah, yeah, no that is true. Yeah, I've I've so- I've found out that most of my corners are on this are of the same nature. That that literally uh, all the same corner, just on different tracks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I I can't argue that. And Ed's Ed's mixed it up a little bit. So I've tried. I didn't try. <laughs> so Jesus. my first, uh, actually, I went first last week. So you go first. What's your um, tenth um, corner? Well, thing is, like I said mine are in like a genuine order of. This is how I would put all these because they're really, really great corners, all of them. So I, mine is just a mix and match list of I really like driving all these corners in certain cars. I did my best to put them in an order. So th- this is probably the best order I'm going to get it. Okay, see, I have not. So my, some of mine might sound a bit weird like when you think, but his previous one was this one, and that is a great corner. Yeah. Um, so my first one is Aqua Minerale. Aqua Minerale is the double apex right-hander at the bottom of the hill at Imola. Yes. I like that. It's a very good corner. ACC has ruined it for me a little bit, but it's a very good corner. I think if you take anything in there with a hint of downforce and power, yes. it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, 
actually the 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 little Fiat five hundreds we they didn't like that corner. No, I can't. No, I can't imagine. <laughs> they not like not that. friendly corner that one. But if you take a um, uh, Lotus ninety eight T through that corner, it likes There's that a corner. Yeah, yeah I t- the thing is, it doesn't matter what game you do that on AC or Project Cars two. Really good, <laughs> like really yeah. good. Um, just because it's got that just hint of downforce, which gives you the confidence, and then corner exit is just all sorting it out on on the throttle. I can't argue that that is a great corner. Uh, so my number ten is specifically the ACC, like the GT three layout. But it's seen corner at Paul Ricard at the end of the massive, la- uh, massive long straight. I genuinely have zero respect for you even bringing Paul Ricard into a list. It is a good corner. That one corner is a good corner because uh. you are absolutely flat out, and then it is just the smallest touch of brakes before you're flicking it right, and it is a brilliant corner. Such little amount of respect for you. I yeah, I felt bad, and that's why it's tenth. Purely because it is Paul Ricard. Yeah, no, no, just little respect. Um, okay, so my my next one, bit of an odd one. Wasn't really sure I would actually put this on here, but um, Tarzan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which one is that, Carl? That's um, did you say Carl Army, Zambor. Oh Zambor. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. I love it has weird corner names. Yeah, no, that is a good corner. Um, just because I like um the camber, it's multiple lines into it. Um, yeah, all, all around. I think it's a it's a good corner to watch cars go through. Oh, definitely. Even it made even F one interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I I I like I like Tarzan. It is a good corner. Um, so my ninth corner is McPhillamy Park at Bathurst, which is that final left-hander as you're going over the hill just before you start the descent at Skyline. So not only is that a great corner to drive on, but if you ever watch the telecast coverage or if you ever go to Bathurst, that is the place to be because that's where all the hardcore fans with like motorized eskies and basically the people who were burying beer the week before, that's where they all are. <laughs> That's where most of the fights happen. That's yeah. That's the place to be at Bathurst is McPhillamy Park, and it's one of the best corners on the track. Oh, okay. Because I couldn't have the chase, and I really love the chase. Yeah, that's two corners. No Can't chase. do that. No it's chase. Three corners. No, no chase. Put chase back in the box. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, go on. Your eight, uh, number eight corner. Um, Stowe Silverstone. Oh, okay. I went for a different corner at Silverstone, and I'll, I, I'll reveal later on. But I've, it's I've, a good I've, corner. I've gone stove. I've sat there watching F1 races, multiple lines. A car can hang it on the outside there. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's great. It's mostly overtakes at Silverstone, going down into stove from the hangar straight. So yeah, I I love sitting at stove. I think it's a great corner. Yeah, really I can't. Good. It is a good corner, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. We're, we're we're agreeing on shit. Yeah, yeah. We we might disagree as we go further. Uh, Probably. So my next corner is turn twelve at Sepang, which is that absolutely flat left hander that sort of goes downhill a little bit. 
Yeah, I know, I know the one you mean. Yeah, just before you get to that shit house corner at the back, that leading up to the back <laughs> <Yeah>. straight. <laughs> That's a fucking awful one. Uh, that basically, the the Sepang designer. I'm assuming it's Herman Tilka. It's a Tilka's. It's a Tilka drone. He's basically gone. Here's an amazing corner, and now I'm going to completely fuck it up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a genuine thought pattern as well. I think that's what went through his head. It was like, oh, I might, I yeah. might have overdone this as being a good track. And I really like. I'd love to see Sepang back on, back on the um F1 calendar. F1 calendar. Really it's brilliant. They they just don't have the money. They could give them the money. They're just being selfish. Yes. <laughs> so, I want to be an air conditioning salesman in Malaysia. <laughs> yes. Oh dear. Uh, right. So yeah, my, my number seven. Corner. Yeah. Um, Mulsan Corner at Le Mans. Yep. So yep. I'm, that I'm is a good. Lie. I've just realised I am breaking one of your rules. Um, I have got two corners from one track, but it is a very big track. Uh, if it's Le Mans, I, I will allow that. I think. Yeah, I've I've just I've just realised, but it I've got two from the same track. But I, like I was saying it it's a big track. Right. Okay. Um. So that I, I didn't um, realise I'd done it. I I hope the other corner is what I think it is. If it's not, I will tell you. But there's a much better corner. On Le Mans than that. I will. I will say that is where those. So the two Le Mans corners are probably the only two things that are actually in order on my list. Right. That is also where you have sent the biggest dive ever on me. Yes, that's why. I, that's why I like that one. It is a good corner. Uh, my number seven corner is Lesmo Two. What's wrong with is, Lesmo One, you bastard? Uh, because the the reward the reward you get for getting Lesmo Two right goes all the way up that back straight and into Ascari. Yes, so is, it, it's so, one of the most so, rewarding corners to get right. Something we'll talk about later. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I meant um, when we're talking about later in terms of. Um, the Ascari. reward for getting one of your corners right. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Ascari was obviously going to be something we would talk about later because that's definitely going to be on your list of multiple corners that equal one yes. corner. We, corners we will Jimmy do likes. multiple corners or corner chains because Ascari is one of my favorite corner complexes ever. But yes, yeah. Lesmo 2 is very, very rewarding to get right and it's a good corner. But you, you feel good when you get Lesmo 2 right. So that's my number uh, seven corner. Yeah, uh, corner. Yeah. So my my one is turn three at the Red Bull Ring. Uh, are you sure? Yeah. Because don't forget so. that little left hand kink counts as turn two. Yes. Yeah, so turn three is the very so that really tight one sharp the, pain in the, the ass corner at the top of the hill. Yep. Oh, I'm not sure. I, I I love the Red Bull Ring more than anyone, but I'm not so sure that's a good corner. No? No, um, just because it's really, really difficult to get the traction traction zone right. Yeah, that's, that's what I kind of like about most of the deep breaking zone. I've, I, I don't know. I, if, it's just... if a murder is going to happen on lap one at the Red Bull Ring, it's going to happen there. 
It's it's kind of your Monza first chicane argument. If you get a knob on a on a like a public lobby, who's going to take you out? That's the place they're going to do it. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, if you bag the Monza first chicane for that, I kind of have to do the same thing for turn three at the Red Bull Ring, and I love the Red Bull Ring. I I think you know I love the Red Bull Ring. It was like second or. No, it was fifth on my place on my list of all time greatest tracks, but that's fair. That yeah. corner particularly, yeah, for that argument is probably not on my list. Oh, that's fair enough. I, I, that and I felt we had to disagree at some point. Well, we've still got lots more corners to go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, my number six corner is Puon. It pushes the limits of technicalities because it's it's one direction, but it's multiple corners. It's quite so long. It's multiple corners under the same name, but it's sort of almost one steering motion. It's like one and a half steering motions. I would still only say it's one corner. Yes, I I would too. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's kind definitely of just one. It pushes the limits of the technicality. It fits, but it really sort of pushes the limits of the restrictions we put on. So, Puon is the number six pick. So I, I've I've also got Puon on my list, so I might as well have that one now. We we both just agreed that Puon is yeah. a is a corner that we like. It's a fantastic corner. Yes. Yeah. Um, really? Right. So back to you then, since I've just taken the Puon one as well. Oh, okay. Uh, so my number five corner, and looking back on it, I'm not so sure it needs to be a number five. I might have to revise this order slightly. It's uh, turn 15 at Algarve, the final corner, that I have never seen a car actually need to lift or brake for. It is just the most flat-out corner in every car. I know bikes need to lift, but yeah, that corner is the absolute limit of like turning ability for any car. It's flat-out, and the front left tyres hate it. Yeah, that's, that's that's just bikes. They're they're a bit rubbish. Yeah. Uh, so your number five pick. Uh, so after that, um, I'm I'm going to go all the way to um, all the way to the Nurburgring. Flu flats. The flu flats. Yes, is a very very good corner. Does is that corner made better though because of the hill that's before it? I would say the fact of. Potential airtime does make that corner better. Yeah, um, I, if it, if it, I if it, would if, agree. Yeah, if it was if it was flat, let's face it, no one's enjoying it if it was flat. No, but it's the fact of oh my god, I nearly died. Oh shit, there's a corner. Yeah, but because the the crest isn't a corner, that fits. Yeah, it it, it makes it a difficult braking zone, doesn't it? When like that, it's it's not easy, um, in some cars. No. So yeah, that's that's, that's my one. I, I enjoy the corner. It's always fun to throw it over there, and sometimes you get really lucky, take off, and still, still she sticks on landing. Yes. I I've had some not stick on landing, <laughs> and that makes the flu plats a very frustrating corner. Yeah, I've I've definitely had some definitely not stuck. And that's gone bad. 
Yeah, it, it, it definitely has. So my next corner is Sunset Corner, which is, I believe, turn four at Kailami. Just make it is a... Enough. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> It's a brilliant corner, especially in GT3 cars. I'd imagine in an F1 car, like an F2004 or something, that would be an amazing corner. So you brake, it's down one gear, and then it's this fast downhill right-hander that sort of gets gradually more downhill, and that puts extra tension on the front left tyre, and you're still leaning it in as hard and fast as you possibly can. It is a brilliant, brilliant brilliant corner and i don't think anyone would disagree on that particular corner being one of the best well if they do they can well they, they don't you can say what you like in the comments we read them and just ignore <laughs> them um pretty much yeah all right so my number three i think we're up to three no mate number three yeah like i said um when when your military can defeat emus we'll talk um Indianapolis. Oh, ow, ow! Funny because it's true. (laughs) Anyway, continue on. Um, Yes, you've you've forgotten a good corner that I would put on that list instead of Mossad. Indianapolis. No, Tetra Rouge is a much better corner than Mossad. Ah, you forgot about Tetra Rouge, didn't you? No, I'm just... I'm... Is it bad I'm now trying to think which one Tetra... Oh, Tetra Rouge, it's the one before the straight. Yes. Oh, God. There's a much better corner than Mossad. It's, it's the corner named after the pub that I've drunk in. It's such a very nice pub. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think the, uh, to be honest, the only reason why... I picked Mulsan over Tet Rouge is because Mulsan is feels like much more of an event. You're you're turning up there at two hundred miles an hour to Mulsan and having to get it stopped and turned in, whereas Tet Rouge is a flick with a lift in certain cars, a bit of a break in others, but it, it feels like yes, getting it right for the whole straight that comes after it, but Mulsan's the same. You have to get the exit correct. So yeah, for me it's Yeah, because there's that run down to Indy. Yeah, which is why I've picked Indy, which is partially because of the corner, which doesn't count as Indy before it. <laughs> because oh, Indy hang on. Is... That, hang on. Indy's That's the... breaking the rules. Indy's tight left. Indy is the tight left, not the Yeah, flick. but it's influenced by the corner before, and we said the old hairpin wouldn't count because it's influenced by the train of curves. No, no, we, we said that's what makes that great. We didn't say... We are very confused on our own rules here. <laughs> no, we, 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 we said that's that's what makes it great is is the corner before <laughs> it makes it. But we we certainly did not say we couldn't do that. And when you're flying into Indy and anything with downforce, mm. oh, the, just the turning it in and just having it grip and then having to welly on the brakes. Yeah. Because impending yeah. death. I need this explanation to go for a little bit longer because I got to wake Sam up for work. So just keep telling me how good that corner is. <laughs> a lot of people are going to have to suffer if we listen to Indy. But if it, uh, take, an, take an LMP1 car around there, any game you want. When you dip that into Indy, fl- well, flat out or with a slight lift, and then have to immediately get the car settled, jam the brakes on and go. That That is. 
it just makes it that nice. Because if you don't have the car settled underneath you in that braking zone, bad, bad, bad. It is a large accident, yes. Yeah. I'm back. Oh, there I'm we go. Back. I could stop rambling now. So my number three corner, again, this is probably one that I don't think many will disagree on. It's uh, 130R. Oh, fuck you. Yep, that's one of mine. <laughs> it's a brilliant corner. Yeah, I, I guess one of those corners is that fast, flat out, like a balls to the walls. Left-hander that like rewards commitment. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's that's... it's a great great corner. Yeah, it's one of my corners. Argue. Right, is that your next corner? <laughs> no, it was. I've I've got one more. So yeah, I've, I'm yeah, it's one of mine as well. So we'll just stop at one thirty. Yeah, you should. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll do my number two, then you do number one, and I'll do my number one. We're we're all about doing number ones. Yeah. Although this podcast is number two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> podcast is trash yes anyway number two my number two corner you knew it had to be on here somewhere it's Lukey Heights from Phillip Island and it is a is, meet- everyone's now going on the internet to look out what the fuck Jimmy is talking about it, it, is, it is a medium to high speed left hander that goes uphill and then downhill it literally goes over a hill as you're turning hard left. And it's just a brilliant... And the scenery, like the camera angles you get from that corner are fantastic. And sitting on that corner is the best place to sit at Phillip Island because you can see almost the whole track. Because it's small and pathetic? No, it's not. It's actually 4.445 k's long. Oh, okay. Actually, that was much bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's a, it's a big track. So I'm, I'm conceding your big track. It's fine. It, it only it. it only has twelve corners on, and right, one of those it. corners doesn't doesn't really count. It's like turn two at Austria. Yeah, with your big boy track. <laughs> is is it's the best track in the world. It just is. That's fine. I'm just just agreeing with you because it's a big <laughs> track. I mean, we have Bathurst, and that's like in the top five longest permanent circuits. Well, it's not really a permanent circuit, is it? It's partially a road course, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. That they close in between sessions on Friday and Saturday so that people can get to the shops. Yeah, it doesn't sound very permanent, does it? No, it's not. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, so my... Your number one corner. Yeah, but not my number one corner because mine have been all in um, a funny order. Is um, turn eight Turkey? It's a very good corner. Are you sure that's not number one? No, no, I don't, I don't want to be number one. I've got I, I, there's some corners that I really, really like, and I wouldn't want to like put one of them or list them in an order that I think they're better. Mm. Um, yeah, I g- genuinely that. I I feel like it used to be more in in the older F1 cars because there was a bit with that when they would yeah, just it was a about, tiny bit of challenge. Yeah, when it was just about is it isn't it flat? Like when they first started doing um Eurovision Rally on flat, um yeah. in in sort of the late nineties, it it was a it was a really big thing. 
the um, really, really ballsy, committed drivers would do it flat. The rest of them wouldn't, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So whereas now, obviously, it's flat and it's it's still a great corner to watch the cars on, but it's less of an event. Yeah. So, no, no, I get that. Yeah, and ter- turn eight's kind of kind of become the same thing at, at Turkey, but it's still I still enjoy watching them go. Go around it. I still think it's great. It's a brilliant corner. It, it is brilliant corners. It's, it's very it's good corners. Yeah, but not corners. It, it is is all one, and that is it's the way. One corner, but it is corners. That's how I'm cheating the rule. It's like it is, Yeah, it, it is also, all one. I must admit that Ed and I did the same thing without knowing. We didn't know how to spell poo on, so we've literally ah. written poo on. Yes. Nobody, nobody actually knows how it's spelled. I, I believe there's an apostrophe and a U in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Um, anyway, my <laughs> number one fucking no. My number one corner, and I'm I'm okay with calling this the number one corner. It's cops. Really, I love cops. I love cops. It's a brilliant corner. And watching Alex Albon over overtake people there is a fantastic corner. I did not see that one coming. No, I know you didn't, because I usually hate English tracks. But we make the best tracks. You have the the best as tracks. A push at a push, maybe three good tracks. The definite best tracks. You got Silverstone, you've got Donington, and at a push, you've got Alton Park, but not for cars. Brands Hatch, go fuck yourself. Brands Hatch is okay. It's more than okay. Don't be an asshole. All right, you got four good tracks. We definitely have more, but I'm I'm not going to go into that now. We We, we've got Bathurst. We've got Phillip Island. We've got you uh, are the Eastern Creek. You are the you are literally the only person that I know that has said anything about Phillip Island. Sausage loves Phillip Island. Everyone else has just been like, wasn't that in a touring car game once? Oh, yes. yeah. That's a brilliant track. Oh, and we have the Adelaide Street Circuit. Well, not anymore. But... Yeah, that was never actually that popular. Not everyone liked that. Yeah, but that's because they did the F1 layout and not the V8 supercar layout, which sort of eliminated that dicky bit and the stupid chicane around the back. Okay. So there, that's our... Oh, that's our... turn out Adelaide. Fuck, I forgot about Tornado Adelaide. Oh, you can't have it now. Oh, shit. That's my home track. Yeah, you've gone (laughs) fucked up. This is why Australia doesn't like you. I really should have thought about this list for longer than 10 minutes. I've been thinking about it all day. No, you haven't. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot that we were doing a list. And then had to scramble to find ten corn. I, oh, I can't believe if we were doing a list and you just didn't reply. I was probably asleep. Right, I'm going to replace uh, Steam Corner. I'm going to replace that with Tornado Adelaide, the V8 Supercar Tornado. Oh, so I've just bought the, Bra- fucking the one. There's multiple great corners at Brands Hatch. There is actually. I can't deny that. Um, what's the second to last one? Second to last at Brands? Yeah. 
I know the third to last, which is which is Sheen. Which not, is that like blind right hand kink in that Yeah, which is brilliant. It is a very good corner, yeah. This list could go on forever. Yeah. And probably yeah. will. Yeah. Um if anyone's got any corners they particularly love that we haven't mentioned, um feel yes. free. Remember remember single corner so not yeah. turn six and seven at red bull ring not ascari not erosion radion yeah i don't single wanna, corners I, I, don't, I don't want to hear anything about fucking maggots and beckets we will get to those but before we do that ed are you paying attention next week next week not the week after next yes. week next week we'll be doing the reverse so we'll be doing top five or top ten worst corners bad corners I've already got so many in my head. That's because so there are a lot. Like my list could just be Azerbaijan. Paul Ricard. Paul Ricard. There's one good corner in it. Everything. Else. We we are going to try and limit ourselves to one corner per track again. Try. Try. <laughs> Where wherever it happens. Yes. But yeah, um, Chris, what else have we got for this evening? That's it. Um, I think you had, you definitely put up about someone that could get fucked. Um, oh yeah, the 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 lady who tried to sell her son's cal- ha- ha- Halloween the candy. The lady who tried to sell her son's Halloween candy because it wasn't healthy. What a bitch! Yeah, that that's all sorts of wrong. I'm pretty sure that is th- all sorts of wrong. I'm assuming that was out of Australia as well. I strongly doubt it. I'm thinking that's an American thing. Oh, right. I was going to say, like, the Americans have a thing, don't they, for, you know, like, abused children that they can maybe ring up and explain, but their, their we parents... We have that, too. It's called Childline. Yeah, see, we... But yeah, we, we, we have that as as well. Um, but I'm just wondering, does it does America... Um, Rock, if, if you do <laughs> listen, can you confirm that your country... Does like well? This is good because he's a child. Yeah, he he would know. Can you? Is there someone you can talk to if your parents try and sell your Halloween candy? <laughs> is, oh. is 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 there a is there a thing? Is that like a whole like, especially for American kids? Like they're bigger. Oh, there'd be riots. There would be riots. I remember there was like a prank. I think it was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or or one of those talk shows where basically parents would send in videos of them pretending that they ate their child's Halloween candy. So they'd leave like a bunch of wrappers in the bucket. Oh, God, a parent got shot, didn't they? I don't know. Probably. Probably, Yeah, seems like probably seems like the go to thing, doesn't it? For an American child to reach for a gun. I, I don't want to get political, but there's more people who can get fucked. Oh, okay. Is it your government? No, no. It's it's not political, political, but it's something everyone's talking about and everyone has an opinion on. Oh, is that? It's, yeah. Travis Scott, who's some rapper no one's ever heard of, and don't the event him. organizers of the Astro World concert. Oh, they no, can I, get did, I, I did hear about something to yeah. do with something about. Some people got squished. Yes, and people were chanting stop the show, and instead of stopping the show, he got on a platform and did the robot. Oh. Well, eight people died, including a 
14-year-old kid. Also, the guy who danced on the medical stretcher they were trying to pass through to remove people who had died. Yeah, that's, that's, and then that's bad. Put it up on Instagram, where you know people are like, "All right, I get it. In the moment, you're excited. You don't really know what that's for." But he was dancing on it, and then basically screamed that cancel culture was trying to take him down, and that everyone in the crowd was like a bunch of snowflakes. Oh no, no, yeah. you can't. Yeah, I, t- so I only heard briefly a- on this story, and the- but people were really upset, and there were people that were going to sue him for encouraging um, what happened, as opposed to going, "No, can we stop crushing each other?" But apparently, he encouraged it. But obviously. I only heard the first time that I didn't hear, but he has since come out and said that he will pay for all the funeral costs and he'll offer, I think like a small lump sum to the families of those who died. He has come out and said he will do that. That's still, but yeah, in the moment he was a complete dick because they were all, there's videos of them all chanting, stop the show. Yeah. So, that's bad. Anyway, Ooh. let's move off of that immediately. Yeah. Um, a- anyone involved in the organising of that event can get fucked. Yes, um, officially from us. I'm sure that'll mean a lot to them as well. Oh, yeah, that, they'll definitely have heard of us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They, they know our names. They fucking know. They, they don't. Also, Mate, they um, didn't give a fuck about eight people who died. I just need to quickly check again in with Rock just to make sure he's okay because I've just seen his avatar on on the Forza game. Oh, no. Um, I'm fairly confused to why he's got a helmet and a dress on. Rock, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm... We're here for you. Ah, so that'll do it for another week. Uh, we, I know we're in a triple header, but I'm not sure what the next round is. Is it Jeddah? Uh, yes, yes. And then after that, we are off to the country of opportunities, as long as you have a penis. Isn't that Saudi Arabia? Yes. I, I just said, isn't the next round Jeddah? And oh, no, said, it, yeah, no, 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 no. Next round's Qatar, isn't it? Oh, fuck, it might be. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I can tell I'm us. looking it up. Oh, no, it's fu- fuck me. We're shit, aren't we? Next round's Brazil. Oh, you fuck. With Sao Paulo, <laughs> then we're going to Qatar, and then we're going to the place that has lots of rights for everyone that has a penis. And then and we're going... Code. Yeah, and then we're going to Abu Dhabi. So, yeah, Brazil, yes. which will only be good if it rains. Oh, maybe. I'm, I'm, I, I like Brazil. I, I like the track. I think the track is really nice, but in the current F1 cars we've got, they don't exactly get the most exciting racing round there. Unless there's a bit of a tyre deficit going into um, that, obviously out of the last corner, up the straight, and then into the first corner, you get some fairly decent overtakes, but I think it can be a bit limiting. Fair enough. We'll see. Anyway, um, so I'm saying it now. So it's, it's already declared that that race is, yeah. yeah, so now it's going to be an absolute blinder. Yeah, there we go. I didn't say that about Mexico, did I? And it was boring. No, you didn't. 
I don't yeah. think. Yeah, so I'm covering myself now. That's going to be boring as shit. It right. should be brilliant. Good. Yep. Are we, have we done everything? Uh, I think so. Right then. We'll good. We'll, we'll call that a fucking podcast. Right, Jimmy, say goodbye quickly. Bye. Right, bye everyone. Music, play. <laughs>